Hey everybody, welcome back to In Real Time. So y'all already know I'm super excited for today's episode and I think that's just all the time because when I am actually studying for these these episodes and the Lord like gives me the topic, it is just so amazing about the revelation that he gives me. It is just wild and it's like the more I read my word, the more I just fall in love with reading my word because it's like a secret, you know, just getting to learn of God's secrets. (laughs) It's like an elite club and I just love it. Just all the revelations he gives. So let's go ahead and jump into today's show. topic is inspired by the phrase that the Lord gave my apostle for our church this year. And she said that the Lord told her to make ready. And when she said that, I was like, okay, all right. So we, we going to be made ready. Okay, God. And last week we had a speaker come in from out of town. They were there to celebrate our church's four year anniversary. And she said she was praying and she kept saying, you know, God, what is it that you want me to speak to your people about? And the Lord told her to tell us it's time to move from planning to preparing. And I was like, okay, like the word was good. But when she said it, I already knew like, I'm going to have to go home and, you know, study this a little bit more because I thought preparing and planning was the same thing. And clearly it's not. So I went to the word, of course. And I was like, you know, God, like show me what it means to prepare and, you know, to plan. So the Lord took me over to the book of Nehemiah and he began to basically break it down. So the title of today's episode is how to prepare for your goals. And when I say goals, I am referring to God given goals. There are lots of good things out in the world, but everything that's good does not mean it's God, but God is always good. So if you have a goal or anything like that, that you're thinking about tackling, obviously take it to the Lord in prayer. And sometimes God gives us you know, ideas for stuff. And it feels like it's ours because it's something that aligns with, you know, who we are and what we already like. Kind of like me liking to talk all the time. So if I get any, if I ever get like speaking engagements, I'm always like, yes, because I like to talk and speaking with people is just an opportunity for me to obviously advance the kingdom of God. So just a little caveat on the side. So anyways, I was like, okay, God, break this thing down to me. So what the Lord showed me, he said, planning is the thoughts. Planning is the brainstorming portion of the project. And he said, make sure this is where you make sure you have everything that you need. Now, preparation is actually an action word to prepare means that you're actually working on the things that's going to accomplish your goal. Okay. Now I'm going to give you guys an example of how Nehemiah did this in the Bible. And then at the end, I'm also going to give you an example of how you can do this in your business or whatever it is that the Lord is calling you to. So all the scriptures today are going to be coming out of the first, second, and third chapter of Nehemiah. And it was so amazing because as I was reading it, I was like, there's so much in these first three chapters. So what God showed me was that when you have a goal, there are steps. The first step is to have a goal. The second step is to have a strategy. 
And usually there are many strategies, right? There's a saying that says there's many ways to skin a fish. I think that's, or scale a fish. So there's many ways that you can do something, but just because you can do one thing many ways does not mean that you should always do it the way that everybody else is doing it or the way that you've seen done. And so during that strategy process and really throughout the whole process, but especially during that strategy process, it is so important to seek the Lord so he can show you which strategy to take, which route to take. So after you figure out the strategy, there's, you have to plan and then you go on to the preparation stage. So I'm going to say it again. So you have a goal, you have to seek the Lord for the strategy. Then you plan getting everything together that you need. And then there's a preparation stage. So an example of how Nehemiah did this in the Bible. So Nehemiah, he lived in a time where the walls of Jerusalem were destroyed and he had a burden on his heart to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem for God's people. Now in today's world, cities obviously don't have walls, but back then, if a city was without walls, it was pretty much left defenseless. So any of the elements could come in, you know, other enemies, all type of stuff. So for the city not to have walls was a big deal. Well, he lived in a kingdom that was not, you know, next door to where Jerusalem was at the time. So he prayed and he's seeking the Lord. He's like, God, you know, I want to do this. I want to restore the walls. He prayed for success and he was like, you know what? The Lord told him, go ahead and go speak to the king. So just so you guys are following me, Nehemiah's goal was to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Now his strategy, and he prayed for it in the beginning. So his strategy was to go to the king and ask the king for permission to go see the wall and rebuild the wall. Now, there was lots of ways he could have gotten to his plan, right? But instead of him just leaving where he currently lived and going rogue, he actually went to the king and asked for permission. Now, when he approached the king, it does say that, you know, he was like, king, if your servant has found favor in your sight. So from what I understood, it seems like he really humbled himself and he really reduced himself to a lowly point. And when I say lowly, I don't mean like a peasant. I mean, he was humble about it. He was very aware that like that was the king and obviously he was not the king. And so he said, you know, if it pleases you, allow your servant to go rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. And it says that the king said yes. And Nehemiah said, you know, he was excited. He's like, great. It's because of the Lord's favor. And he was sure to give God glory in that moment when he received that. Yes. And immediately after the king told him, yes, that he could go. Nehemiah immediately asked for other things that he knew he would need help with. Such as he asked the king, could he get, could the king write him a pass to travel through these other towns on his way to Jerusalem? Now, I'm sure, again, that Nehemiah could have walked around these towns, but it probably would have took him a little bit longer on his journey and just been more inconvenient. So I thought it was so cool how the Lord told him to take the strategy of going to the king and asking the king for help. And also, in addition to him asking the king for those passes to travel through the cities, he also asked the king for a pass to get supplies to help rebuild the pieces of the wall. 
And so again, it just goes to show how God's provision is if we, if we seek and obey. So like I said earlier, the Lord told him the strategy, told him to go to the king. Now, Nehemiah, out of being fearful of the king, he could have been like, no, I'm just going to go ahead and, you know, go to the city. I'll figure it out when I get there, the Lord going to provide. And God is like, well, hey, listen, I want to provide and I'm going to provide for you, but do it in the way that I'm telling you to do it because you don't know what provision I have ahead. So fast forward, Nehemiah goes and travels through the cities. He gets to Jerusalem and he's like, he has people with him. He has um, animals with him, animals that's going to help them rebuild the wall. And now he has supplies. And so he takes some time off and he goes to the wall. He goes to actually inspect the wall. Now, this is his planning phase. He literally went to the wall and assessed it for the damage and he devised a plan. Now, something that I thought was really amazing was that the Bible said during this time, when he went to the wall and viewed it and assessed all the damages, he did not take any animals with him besides the one that he was riding on. And that just speaks to the fact of not putting the cart before the horse. For example, if when he went to the wall planning and assessing the wall, if he had took with him animals, supplies, and men in that moment to go ahead and start building as he's assessing, it could have really caused him a lot of trouble. Not only that, I'm sure his anxiety would have been through the roof because here it is, you have all these people and he's a leader. So he has all these people looking to him for direction and they would pretty much have to be standing around because he don't really, he can't really direct them in which direction to go because he hasn't had a chance to, to assess the whole situation. Now, also while Nehemiah was at the wall assessing everything, he came to a point where he couldn't get hit the animal he was riding on into the area where he needed to go finish assessing the wall. And so it says that he got off his, his horse and he left it there and he, you know, went in by himself to assess it. And again, this speaks that if he had had all those other things with him, it would have been a complete mess because people would, would have just been out there waiting on him with supplies and animals to get this job done. Also something that the Lord shared with me during this story was how when we are planning and even in the preparation stage, we need to be prepared to pivot. So make sure when you are in that planning phase that you consider all scenarios. So that way, when you move on to the preparation stage, which is, which is the action stage, you don't have to stop and redevise a plan. Should something not go according to the plan that you already have. Instead, you can just pivot and you can just adjust. Now, if you're like me and you like to overthink you're going to consider every scenario known to man. And I'm not telling you to lose sleep over thinking about the worst case scenario, but what I am telling you is to just consider these things and pick out an additional scenario. Have a plan B. Do what you can do and leave the rest to the Lord. Now, the last stage is preparation. Preparation, like I said earlier, is the action stage. And in Nehemiah's story, it says that once he got done looking at the wall, he went back and he told the men, he told them, he said, y'all, listen, we ready to build this wall? It's, it's go time. And they immediately, the Bible says that they immediately got to work. 
Now, I don't know if they got up like three o'clock in the morning and went ahead and start working on this wall, but I could imagine that they probably didn't say, okay, let's wait till Monday. They was like, this is urgent. This is a kingdom matter. We have a plan. Let's go ahead and start working on it. So in chapter three, the whole chapter pretty much talks about who was working. It'll be like son of such and such was working. But the first verse in chapter three says the high priest was working and then it starts listing other people. And I thought that was so significant because the high priest obviously was a, a leader at that point. And for him to be listed first as the person working, it just goes to show you how leaders lead from the front. So I'm going to give you guys a practical example of someone, a business owner in the goal strategy planning preparation phase. So let's just use someone who has a candle business, for example. So let's say their goal is to sell 50 candles. So that's the goal. Their strategy is how they're going to sell those candles. So they could sell them on like Amazon, eBay, flea market, yard sale, farmer's market, all type of things. But the best thing to do is to seek the Lord and see about how the Lord wants them to go about selling those candles. Because there may be a farmer's market tucked away in another city that they may not be aware of. And the Lord wants to show that to them. And obviously they're going to use their common sense too and partake in other events. But obviously the, the main thing to do is that they want to seek the Lord in prayer. So on to the planning phase is once the Lord gives them the strategy, he says, okay, you're going to sell on Amazon. You're also going to sell at a farmer's market on weekends. So next thing they want to do for their planning is they're going to want to make sure that they have any vendors licenses that they need. They're going to want to make sure they have all their supplies, wax, um, wicks, lids, something to tote to transport the product in. They're gonna to wanna to make sure that where they're set up at, at these places, that um, the, the wax isn't gonna melt because it's outside in heat. They're gonna to wanna to make sure that they're signed up with Amazon appropriately, that they have all their shipping supplies. I mean, the list goes on, but that is the planning stage. Now, just imagine if during that stage when they were figuring all this out, that they were actually in there making candles. It would be a nightmare and they would probably be overwhelmed and they would probably stop before they even started because they're overwhelmed. <laughs> so then you move on to the preparation stage. During this process is where they're actually going to be making the candles. They're actually going to be mixing the scents that they purchase according to the, the recipes that they already planned out. They're going to be sealing them up and shipping them. So that's what that looks like. And all of the, all of the activities taking place in the preparation stage are working towards the goal. So let's recap. So you start off with the goal, you have a strategy, which you seek the Lord for, then you come up with a plan according to the strategy, and then you prepare to reach the goal. So it, for Nehemiah, the things he did was his goal was to rebuild the wall of Jerusalem. His strategy was praying and the Lord told him to go speak with the king. During him speaking with the king, he was able to get supplies that he needed to make his journey easier. Then he went to the wall. He assessed the wall. That was his planning phase. And then once he got done assessing what needed to be done, he instantly went to preparing. And there was leaders with him at the time that were working first and they led from the front because that's what leaders do. 
So guys, I hope you took some things away from today's episode. In all transparency, reading this and studying this really helped me simplify some things in my life because your girl be overthinking all the time. I be having 10 million things to do and I just be feeling like I'm all over the place. But with this four-step process, I really do feel like it's going to help me simplify things. And I've already, uh, I've already calmed down a lot because I just don't feel as overwhelmed because now I can see the flow of things. And like I told y'all, I pride myself on being very transparent. It is embarrassing to say that I am not the most organized person in the world. I literally function best in that crunch time. But that is so dysfunctional. Like I always get the job done. You will never know that I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off, but that is just so dysfunctional. And by the time I'm done completing any task because I don't have a process, I am literally so overwhelmed that I don't want to do it anymore. So I really want to thank the Lord for giving me this formula and allowing me to share it with you guys. So go ahead and apply it to anything that any goals that you may have and let me know how it works out for you guys. And also, I thought it was so cool that the Lord cares so much about us that he put something as simple as this in the Bible. Like out of all the things that he could have put in the Bible, he put basically how to how to master your goals in the Bible. I just thought that was so cool. So, guys, go ahead and like, share and subscribe to this show. Be sure to follow us on social media at In Real Time. And until next time.